0: Bread and brit. The perfect combination of and wit. Politics, sports, and shit. Let's tune into Brad and brit. It is the Brad and brit cast. Thanks for joining us. It's a woeful Wednesday. It is a yeah, woeful is Wednesday. Damn right, right about that. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's today's list of greatness. Uh, why did that store close, Mommy? Uh, You can never kill the cockroach. Mm -hmm. And every time you think you've killed one, two more appear. Uh, Durham, Durham, Durham. Caitlin Collins, 9 p.m. Trump lawyer quits. Just like on Succession, the Murdoch kids really don't know shit about the business. (laughs) Uh, When Elon is king of the world, no remote work for you, for anyone. Oh, please, Diane.
1: See, left a syllable off the end of that. Uh, uh, Do you want to? I'm assuming the cockroach has to do with abortion. Is that is that what that is? No. All right. Whatever you're you're biting. Whichever one of these stories has to do with North Carolina joining the Texas, Louisiana, uh, Mississippi, Alabama shit. That's where I would like to go first.
0: You want to start there? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's look at some of the statements made by Trisha Cotham, former Democrat from Mecklenburg County, North Carolina, who changed her party affiliation
1: uh, all the way back in April. Because the people and, were mean to her. People were very, very mean to her. And decided, well, You know,
0: I've seen her say this a couple different times as she just makes up shit.
1: Yeah. Ready for this? Ready.
0: You don't know my story.
1: (laughs) Yeah. If only there had been some cameras around you so that you could tell that story. If only some microphones would have been there at your disposal.
0: Some call me a hypocrite since I voted for this bill. That's because you are. They presume to know my story. stop. Guess what? Nobody knew your story when you told what apparently was a story that you were, for the most part, a lifelong Democrat who publicly and without reservation supported abortion rights. And part of your story that you say we don't know had to do with the fact that you did get not necessarily abortion care, but similar care uh, along the lines of a miscarriage that you had. So everyone who really didn't give a fuck about your story as you portray it now thought that your story was that you were on a particular side of an issue. And in a district around Charlotte that was already fairly blue, you got elected there. So now you flip and dare to say that if we just knew your story, we would understand how you completely abdicated any sense of decency, honesty, and being forthright with voters who put you in place. And this is so pathetic. All right, finally, she says... As I said at the time, I had an ectopic pregnancy that sadly ended in miscarriage, not an elective abortion. In fact, Senate Bill 20, this is the one that just uh, passed and then was vetoed, and then the veto was uh, overridden on Tuesday night this affirms the life-saving care i received in that dire situation oh, yeah. nobody needed legislation to affirm the life-saving care yeah. that you got back then if you would have left things alone it would be just fine so don't <laughs> give me that shit back to her statement
1: so it we just did, very- we didn't have this bill in place when she got treated the way she got treated but we need it now to make sure that people are going to be treated the way she was treated
0: <laughs> thank you <laughs> That, that is perfectly idiotic
1: logic. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to, I just want to make sure I'm clear. I want to be clear on these things.
0: It was very important to me that this legislation protects all women going through a miscarriage or really? other complications. Well, guess what? It doesn't. No, it and doesn't. it most certainly does, says she. So <sighs> I say. That the Republican Party in this state finally is going to reap the whirlwind. Apparently, they are not paying attention here, nor do they pay attention around the country in other states that are hopping on board this, like South Carolina and Florida, as to what happened in say Kansas or Wisconsin Kansas, they had a referendum. Yeah. And everybody thought the referendum was going to go completely on the side of banning abortion in Kansas. It went the other way by 60 to 40. And then we had an election in Wisconsin. And that had to do with the Supreme Court justices who in Wisconsin are allowed to explicitly campaign on issues. See, that's the problem in fucked up North Carolina. All right. And there is a great column today by a law professor at duke university it is Boo. in the new york times Boo. explaining just how fucked up north carolina is in terms of the way the supreme court justices run and are elected here and this is what happened last year yeah. resulting in people having no fucking idea what they were voting for yeah and flipping the Political makeup, and it is a political makeup of our Supreme Court, completely on its ass, uh, allowing for all kinds of uh, rulings on every subject that you can think of, including voter rights and on and on it goes, and gerrymandering, which will now be uh, put in place for who knows how long. Who knows how long it's going to take to get out from underneath that. But, But I go back to what I was saying a moment ago two words Wisconsin Kansas if Republicans across this country are so crazy as to hold their hands over their ears and go la 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 this is what I want I'm an old I don't care about what anybody I don't care what the people want they did what I want I've been listening to Stuart Epperson radio my whole life and I think that the whole country is a bunch of evangelical Christians mm. and this is how they want their state or their county or their city or their country ruled we're going to keep voting on abortion in a way that goes completely against public opinion and the way the country was post roe v wade for about 50 some years and north carolina must go the way of kansas it must go the way of wisconsin and uh i've lived here since 1987 and I've noticed, and this has always been something that the, I've noticed this, this statewide apathy for issues in a way that I, I, I don't notice in a lot of other states. Mm. It just seems there's something about North Carolina. It almost probably goes back to well, you know, we were never one of those dumb Southern states, so therefore, everything's going to work and. This is going to galvanize. It's easy to galvanize over abortion. We've you, seen it.
1: Are you sure? We've seen it.
0: Are you sure? I'm sure.
1: I'm absolutely sure. You have, you have a you, lot more optimism than I do. I, I, right I'll now. tell you what. I hope. I'm, money, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope. I'm I'll tell you what. The, the
0: money is. The money is going to pour into this state over this issue like no one's ever seen before, um, because no. this is the kind of issue considering it's going to be a presidential election year and a governor election year that should carry North Carolina into being blue, blue, blue at the statewide level. I really, really think that I think Republicans have once again gotten way out ahead of whatever skis they're on and they think that they're just going to keep getting away with this shit forever. And I think, they are wrong, and it's not about being optimistic. It's not a bit. Of course, I'm not optimistic about anything, Brit. You know that. But <laughs> this this happened. This happens to be uh, an issue that is right out in front of our face, and because we've seen it demonstrated across the country. In other words, I'll play the game. Um, tell me where in any kind of statewide vote, that greater restrictions on abortion rights have been voted in? The answer is nowhere. Yeah, The only how time it. it happens is yeah. when minority rulings made by legislatures who are gerrymandered in, who don't have to worry about being reelected. They come from districts that are drawn so that they can't lose, so they're the most radical right whack jobs, and they get together and they they put these laws in place and uh i i think the dodd decision will come back to to bite them in the ass uh, here in this state in 2024
1: with the caveat that brit
0: i could be wrong and destroy the recording of this show just
1: well i i hope i'm the wrong one um you have 36, 37 years in. I have fifty two years and a couple of generations. Does it make me better or give me more cachet or any more? Of course it does. Do? Absolutely makes you absolutely more qualified <laughs> to speak about this. And I'm sorry, I I want because you obviously okay. I uh I I was obviously oriented toward North Carolina politics at a pretty early age. This is all my grandmother's fault. Um, I was more politically aware than a lot of okay. children, a lot of prepubescents, a lot of teenagers, all of that stuff, and it's you come to, you come of age in the state and you think that the state is one thing. And then you learn about this very, very ugly side of it and the Jesse Helms stuff and all of the, the Wilmington uh, thing where they shoot all the black people. You, You learn about that. It's almost like you have a father and you love your dad and your dad's a great guy. And your dad takes you to baseball games and your dad buys you candy bars and comic books. But then one day you learn Oh, dad also got drunk and banged a secretary every Thursday, and he had another family three cities away. So it's, it's it, you, the thing that you thought was this one thing is not. And, and I've had my heart broken many times. Uh, Amendment one was the last one, the, uh, the great gay marriage referendum, which was horrible, awful, ugly. And it let me see the state in a light uh, that I didn't want to see it in, but it is reality. So I don't know um i've always been strongly pro-choice i'm almost positive though brad now that they've settled on 12 weeks that's where they're going to stay they're never going to come back (laughs) at any time in the future now 10 10 sound what eight eight i think is the per six weeks
0: if you knew the (laughs) amount of scientific backing they have oh my god for 12 weeks not 11 not
1: 13 that's right but this, 12. Is, this is where the Republicans really start believing in science because 12 weeks is, mwah, it's agreed on by every doctor, every surgeon, everybody I... that this is it. All right. I'll, now,
0: now, I'm going to go back to taking the statement that was made by Miss Cotham. Furthermore, she understands, and this is the woman who switched parties in April and was the difference in the uh, veto-proof majority of one that held for the Republicans. She understands that, quote, there are extremists on both sides of the abortion issue. Here we go. Already, false equivalence, whataboutism? No, absolutely not. No, Not true, not true, but okay. Some of the absolutists, she says, believe abortion is unacceptable in any circumstance. And some of the absolutists believe aborting a perfectly healthy child in the 40th week of pregnancy yeah. is morally acceptable. See? Now, she, she, well, she, she, she used 40 weeks. She used 40 <laughs> weeks because, of course, let's see. Let's divide uh, 40 by 4. That's 10 months, okay? So is she playing the... There are doctors that are... Taking shovels and beating just born babies over the fortieth week. Who's
1: ever been born over well, forty? 40, forty happens to hap, happens to be a very biblical number. It comes up several times in the Bible. It rained for forty days and forty nights when uh, Noah built the ark. Jesus roamed the desert for forty days. It's just just a wild number that she came out and pulled out of her ass. Uh, so,
0: so thank you for saying something completely stupid. A perfectly <laughs> right. healthy child in the fortieth week. I'm. Let's take her at her word. And let's see if we can run the numbers here. Do you think that there are, first of all, more than zero of people who believe that babies can be aborted after they're born, which is uh, linguistically impossible and stupid to say? No. Or I will clean this up for her. Because I think this is what she meant. Because you hear this all the time. There are people supposedly on the radical pro-abortion side. You know the people that get their 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 vans painted after they buy them with, you know, pro abortions. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, stuff put, all over it and yeah. pictures of of dead babies with uh, yeah. an exclamation mark. Cool. All that kind of stuff. All the <laughs> pro-abortion. Right. That happens a well, lot. <laughs> no, that, that they believe that a baby should be able to be. Uh, aborted one minute before birth <laughs> one minute there's a
1: lot of that and that's equal to the number it's... of
0: people that think abortion should be illegal in all circumstances that's
1: and the abortion classic abortion. i mean there there's
0: crazies over here and there's crazies over absolutely. here absolutely all right so the question becomes this has to be and you've been here longer than me brit this has to be the result of some level of corruption. There had to be some kind of <clears throat> incentive for Ms. Cotham to switch parties in the 11th hour being last yeah. month, April to do this. And I have no proof. No. In fact, I I have less proof than going on the word of George Papadopoulos to open up a, an investigation into the Trump campaign's connections to, I have nothing. <laughs> See what I did there?
1: She got, I did. Plum, she, she got some plum. She uh, got some plum committee assignments in a better office, and maybe somebody will run and get her an egg salad sandwich every Thursday. No. I don't. I don't know what I she just got. Think it, I, I think wouldn't be surprised. I, mean. I wouldn't be surprised about what you're saying. Of course, you know. The, and then I think the response from the public will be, "Well, that's what the Democrats used to do. They used to do, shit of course, all the time." The not, oh, absolutely. Not, yeah. Yeah. They used to do that. Yeah. The, the, there's a couple other thoughts that I have. First of all, this is just another. Thank God for Roy Cooper. I know the veto was overridden, but holy shit, this would have been 100 times worse. And it would have been, they would have made it down to four seconds after conception if Roy Cooper wasn't who he was and where he was and had been standing up for this bullshit. Which reminds me if you're listening to my voice right now, either live as we're doing this or on the podcast, Take, give 5 bucks to Josh Stein for governor right fucking now. Go to Act Blue and give him $5 every time you fucking think about it. Every time you put a breath mint in your mouth. Every time that you go out go to take a whiz. Give 5 bucks to Josh Stein because Jesus Christ, this this next gubernatorial election, we could have the biggest fuckwad you ever saw and I'm not being hyperbolic. In our governor's mansion, it's probably going to be Mark Robinson and by God, he's he is dreadful. I
0: and I know, as you know, I'm just a wild-eyed optimist. But <laughs> Mark Robinson, from what we know about him, will campaign, I'm sure, on 12 weeks. That's way too that's liberal. Right. We that's may right. as well be California. That's We've right. got to knock it down to minus six weeks or something more. And I'm here to tell you that that's a losing proposition in elections anywhere and everywhere right now. Anywhere, I hope you're and right. everywhere. So this is why they but when you brought up the 12 week thing a few moments ago, I think you really hit it right down the middle in this way because this is what Republicans in the state tried to do. And remember, they've put up so many other barriers associated with what they've just done, aside from just the 12-week thing, that they're making it nearly impossible for a large percentage of women who might have been able to get uh, abortions in this state or travel here from from out of state. You have to go three different times, and it has to be in a hospital if it's after blah, 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 all, all these This stuff has been worked on for 40 years in other Mm -hmm. states, in other situations. So they brought some of those other restrictions in. None of those get advertised. They just give you the 12 weeks under the guise of trying to make you believe or get people who might be moderates on this or might not be fully engaged.
1: Yeah well at least it's not crazy like that's a great you know i think what you're saying that's a great point i don't want that to get away because it is to to if you're out of context and you don't pay attention to johnny on the streets 12 weeks sounds pretty reasonable i mean having the states decide for themselves that sounds pretty reasonable i think that's 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 a key point
0: because where else has the uh 12 week number come up i can't think of another place they're they're knocking it way below that right just about everywhere else where they can get something passed so this was the the uh, North. Uh, remember, one of the other things that Miss Cotham said, said: there was a lot of discussion. There was a lot of uh, uh, a lot of back and forth and compromise on this bill. Yeah, between Republicans. Well,
1: okay. The rich irony of being betrayed by someone with ovaries is not lost on anyone. I don't think. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! I mean, so, talk about being uh, a traitor to your gender for the love of all, all things holy. Um, yeah. the other thing that I would, the other thing that I've worked around with this, cause I was talking about this with somebody this morning, 12 weeks, we're working with 12 weeks. I now believe that the law should be the 12 week starts, not at conception, but when the woman finds out she's pregnant, that's when we start the clock on it right there. I mean, she may have been pregnant for a month. Didn't know it. Maybe been pregnant for six weeks. When she finds out the diagnosis, when she finds out at the doctor's office that she's pregnant or gets the blue stick back or whatever it is, that's when your clock starts. That that is my compromise at that point in time, which is it, it's it's not what I want. It's not what's ideal, but I, for these stupid rules that you've given us, this is what I propose.
0: Yeah, that would be equally stupid because some people don't find out that they're they're pregnant Correct. until Correct. you know the third month or, or the fourth month or fifth. Hey, you know, i just, heard about. You always see these stories. They're always in the, the old National Enquirer. She was pregnant and gave birth and never even knew. Exactly. She just well, she just thought it was indigestion.
1: Hey, right? I skipped a period. Well, I was under time. a lot of stress, things happened. I, I didn't know. And then 6 weeks into it, I found out, okay, boom, that's when your clock starts. Right there. That's when the 12 weeks starts right there. Here's the piece of paper from the doctor with the diagnosis on uh, August the 15th. That's when my 6 week, that's when my 12 weeks start right there. Boom. I got decisions to make. All right. Uh,
0: two men talking about abortion now for uh, almost a half hour. Are you We're on are the you right side yet? of
1: it? We're on the right side of it, though. I mean, Jesus, the, the woman who betrayed millions of North Carolina women. She's what, up why there. Why do you like, hate
0: women? Why do you hate women?
1: Well, it's not hate. I dislike one you a lot, them. and she's terrible.
0: All right. You can never kill the cockroach. And every time you think you've killed that cockroach, two more appear. That cockroach is, you ready? Sean Hannity. Oh, yes. Congratulations
1: going out to Sean Hannity.
0: Sean Hannity gets the eight o'clock slot. Yeah. He gets the old boy. Did he play this beautifully or what? Uh, what. Tucker Carlson displaced him about four years ago after being on for only about uh, a year and a half or so at, uh, at eight o'clock and Sean has been on at nine, you know, forever including for the last 10 years or so after he murdered Alan Combs. Killed Alan Combs. Got the whole yeah. show for himself. Right. He killed him. Uh, can we be sued for that?
1: I hope not. Okay. I hope not. Well Alan Combs actually was didn't a- kill Alan no, Combs. Didn't. Alan Combs was in his 560th trimester, I think.
0: Yeah. Something like that. So they're, they're, uh, they're going to give the 8 o'clock slot to Hannity, move him down, and then um, – your prediction and my predictions were both yeah. half right and half wrong. Okay? Yeah, we kind of we kind of get to split the uh, the baby on this one. Oops! I, I thought they'd be smart enough to to uh, never never give that Cretan little shit Jesse Waters wrong uh, anything after after seven o'clock. But but they don't. so we don't know whether he gets nine o'clock or or ten o'clock. And I don't hear the words Laura Ingram at all. But yeah, um, that'd be, that be a shame. That would be a shame. Maybe she would be gone, but uh, so, and uh, I was pretty sure that they were going to move up Gutfeld and and that show early just because he's been getting ratings at 11 uh, and and that's how they work. So uh, yeah, we're going to send congratulatory (laughs) telegrams because we send telegrams here from the Brad and Britt cast. We do. That's what we do. People know.
1: This is Uh, all uh, broken on the
0: Drudge Report once again. The Drudge Report. And uh, it's been made official that uh, Caitlin, I have no personality, but for some reason they think I'm great. Collins gets the 9 o'clock
1: death slot on
0: CNN.
1: Ironic that Uh, now Tucker Carlson, not in prime time, but somebody who worked for the Daily Caller now is on another network. Wild shit. Wild, wild shit. Uh
0: she is workmanlike at best as a reporter, but it's uh it's different skills to be yourself. But
1: they've got to, they've got two Aaron Burnettes. Yeah, they, they've, the, they've, they've essentially got two Aaron Burnettes now. Because that show's gonna be essentially what Aaron Burnett is, it's gonna be full again. Let Aaron Burnett, whatever. Absolutely no personality, personality of styrofoam. Same thing with Caitlin Collins, competent people, decent interviewers, and it's going to be the same show. And this is why CNN sucks. This is why Warner Brothers Discovery is a shit company. Horrific. So off they go. I'm telling you, I'm getting real AOL Time Warner vibes off of this whole Warner Brothers Discovery thing. I'm As far as incompetence, synergies, all of that shit. It smells, tastes, looks, and feels like AOL Time Warner to me all over again. So do you, I don't know if you ever, do you watch Succession? I only saw a few episodes of the first season. You okay, know, the like answer you. is no. The, I, say it, the I'm, answer is no, you don't I'm watch. like you, I'm saving it to watch with my wife.
0: That's hard to do when it's. When it's out there being talked about all the time,
1: it okay. is. It's very. I mean, it's very topical. I understand it's a very good show and stuff. I'm just not there. I'm just not there. At some point, I'm sure I will at all. You have, have, been have to cut it. into to the nine hours a day you watch of wrestling. I know. I don't. Well, know. we watched Welcome Back, Cotter the other night, and you know, high school in the '70s was tough in Brooklyn, New York.
0: I uh, So Lachlan Murdoch taking the place of some of the Roy children on Succession who in the uh, last episode, at least two of the three proved that they know absolutely nothing about what the fuck to do with that company going forward. I won't spoil what they do because they're still in the process of fucking things up. (laughs) But uh, in real life, Lachlan Murdoch, one of the Murdoch boys, is so stupid that he wanted to know how come CNN isn't getting sued because of all the lies that Donald Trump told on the town hall. And he's trying to equate CNN having Trump on saying those things with all of the shit that Fox deliberately broadcast and rebroadcast and had their anchors reinforce for months, resulting in an insurrection and the near destruction of the transfer of power. He's trying to equate Trump and his bullshit last week with that. And I hate to be in the position of defending CNN for the town hall, but it does not compare (laughs) with months and years of what Fox has done. In fact, it all breaks down instantly because... While Fox was uh, uh, reinforcing the lies, as bad as the town hall was, Caitlin Collins was attempting, even if she was unsuccessful, to say that's not true. uh, There's no lawsuit. Who's suing? Who's going to sue? Who was defamed? The only person that was defamed was E. Jean Carroll, and she might sue.
1: (laughs) She might sue. And she should, and beat him again. Get some more money out of that, that ass. So, uh, which of the Roy children is Lachlan
0: Murdoch comparable to the most? Uh, Kendall Roy, uh, the girl. Oh my God.
1: How stupid can you, which one is Kieran Culkin? Which one does Kieran Culkin play?
0: Um, I can never, I got all their fucking names mixed up.
1: (laughs) And you actually watch it. That's great. I do,
0: but but, but here's the thing the show is so frantic. Oh, okay. I'll give you that. The show is, is absolutely so frantic in its dialogue. It's like an Aaron Sorkin script, but you're watching it and you got it on your podcast mode where you can do 2X. Yeah. That's what it's like. Okay. Jesus. It goes so fast. So,
1: but it's great and you can't stop watching. No, I hear, I hear great things. I don't doubt that it's great. I've just not gotten, I'm waiting for the time when I'm like Jimmy Stewart in rear window and I break two legs and I'm just stuck and I have, I have to watch it. I'll just cycle through it. Yeah. Um, wow. And that's another thing. If you go back and you watch that Hitchcock movie rear window, if there would have been streaming, if there were in Roku's back then, he never would have seen Raymond Burr murder that woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for ruining that.
0: <laughs> uh, let's do the Diane Feinstein story. This is so pathetic. God, this, pain- this is just fucking it, it, painful. And the, the only thing worse than the reality of what happened on Tuesday is the tap dancing and the deference and the unwillingness to answer the direct question by other Democrats. Dianne Feinstein gets off of an elevator at the Capitol on Tuesday. Jim Newell of Slate asks her, how are you feeling? As you know, she's been out in California
1: suffering from shingles and by the way shingles don't care they don't you should get that anybody who's listening if you haven't if you're 50 and you haven't gotten that vaccination you should get it shingles don't care yeah and uh they they
0: hermetically sealed her in bubble wrap and moved her across the country (laughs) it's a classic gotcha question from the journalist though yeah how are you feeling and how are you feeling (laughs) she says oh i'm feeling fine I have a problem with the leg. She's in a wheelchair. She wouldn't elaborate on that. Another reporter, I think this is the LA Times reporter, asked about it. And then the other reporter asked how her colleagues have been responding to her since she got back to the Senate. And her response to that, she's been gone for three months. She's been missing votes. Judges are not getting approved. Mm -hmm. How have your colleagues been responding to you since you got back? Her answer is no, I haven't been gone. Yes, you have been gone. You Mentally are gone. Mentally for a while, Over. I think. <laughs> Thank you for explaining the line, Britt. They didn't know what I meant. She continued. You should follow the. I haven't been gone. I've been working. Asked whether she was referring to working from home. She insisted, no, I've been here. No, I've been voting. You haven't, honey. You either know or don't know. Uh, We know. (laughs) She then deflected one more question about colleagues who have called on her to resign amid increasing concerns about her fitness. Um, Increasing concerns. Really? Boy, that that is the most Susan collin ish way of... We're increasingly concerned about Diane.
1: (laughs) What does it mean?
0: They wheeled her off. And that was the end of the interaction. Here, grandma, here's your shawl.
1: (laughs) Hey, look, and this is the sad part because she's had, I think, by all objective measures, a really great career. She has. This part of it is absolutely going to subtract points. I'm sorry, but that's just how you go out does matter. I I think she's been a tremendous – she's had a tremendous political career. But this is just awful. You're
0: right. You're you're not only right, but because we have such a recent example, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who had not lost her ability to think, but she was physically really, really deteriorated. And it was suggested to her, I believe, even by uh, President Barack Hussein Obama, that uh, she might want to step aside and let President Barack Hussein Obama appoint her successor because no one knows what the future will hold. And she said, no, I'm, I'm going to do this. Nobody's better at this job than I am. And uh, you know you know the rest. She she died just at, uh, at the wrong time so that uh, Donald Trump could shove through yeah. Amy Coney Barrett yeah. in her place to replace her. And while that doesn't peel back any of the things that she stood for, any of the things that she did, it really sucks that because of her intransigence, because of her stubbornness, because of her arrogance, that the person who is now in the seat that she held is voting over and over and over again to repeal and peel back things that she stood for, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And uh, you don't want to do that if you can help it. And she could have helped it, but she did not. And mm. she could have stepped down and had a couple of years of great victory laps and things of that sort, but no, 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 no. No one else can do what I Tom Brady, I'm yeah. playing quarterback till I'm 70. No see can even do the it. best. Even Nobody the best. No, there is a time. Yeah. And she made and Diane Feinstein is is now that person. And it's so bad that she doesn't even have the mental faculties to know probably what's going on here, what the stakes are. If she thinks that she's been in Washington for the last few months voting, oh, she's We're at that point. I hate to be crass about it while well, I'm being crass about it, <laughs> but wow,
1: wow. Um, we, we went a little long on the abortion thing, so let's wrap up with Elon. I gotta, I gotta get this Elon thing going cause I'm, it's, I'm losing my mind on this shit. Uh, did you watch any of him last night? No, I just saw the, 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 uh, pieces, the clips and the interviews and stuff. I mean, I guess they were trying to do a serious interview with him on CNBC. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, 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 Kramer took the night off and in the six o'clock hour, they let, uh, David Faber, who, by the way, remember, he was one of the tryout people for Jeopardy as host. Oh, he, was yeah, yeah. he was pretty good. He was pretty good. And it was a little bit too conversational for me. You know, he didn't try to pin him or, or call him on all of the, the contradictions. I only watched the first half hour till 630. But I did uh, see him talk about this uh, whole issue of working from home and of course you know this is a guy that has businesses that and most of the people i guess really can't work from home you're building cars you can't build a car from home yes you gotta and be there there's so. a
1: moral problem with this. if you're able to stay at home and somebody has to yes. go to a factory to work you should get off your high horse and that is morally repugnant of you right
0: fuck get off you. that moral high horse from the work at home bullshit because they're asking everyone else to not work from home while they do. No, All we're right. not. No, we're not. No one No one is doing that. No, we're not. If, if you're in a job and you work for someone that says the work that you do several days a week can be performed from home, you are not a moral failure. Uh, you are not destroying someone else the person that delivers food to your house or brings mail every day is not diminished because
1: you're working from home. No, in fact, you're creating work for those people.
0: (laughs) You're creating jobs in some cases. Sure, sure. I think that the whole notion of work from home is a bit like the fake Marie Antoinette quote, let them eat cake. No, it's not. No, That's a mixed-up metaphor of mush. That means nothing.
1: Get down to the part where he goes, uh, put in your 40 hours, you know? Is, isn't that one of the quotes there at the end of that thing?
0: Well, it's like, really, you're, you're going to go to work from home. You're going to make everyone else who made your car come work in the factory. Looked out at the, uh, the plant there, saw everybody working. You're going to make the people who make your food that gets delivered that they can't work from home the people that fix your house they so is is this elon musk's is this his thought about equality about
1: what's fair yeah yeah i I, um uh again another guy that was born on third thought he had a triple uh, I just love billionaire assholes who have devalued things that they have bought by, I don't know, 60% in the past year, telling me that I'm not working hard enough, telling Americans are not working hard enough. First of all, uh, Elon, 40 hours? Uh, my average work week is 48 hours, and more likely than not over the past year or so, it's been 60. So go fuck yourself. If you're, this is the to
0: great. The people that fix your house. They can't work from home, but
1: you can? <laughs> oh, I can't. Does that can. seem morally right? No, but I, I have to go to a place to do the job that I do. And I don't begrudge anybody who works from home. And I don't have 30 or $40 billion in a bank account somewhere. How you begrudge someone who is able to work from home while they're able to, I don't know, see their children more, interact with their spouse more. Every study that's been done on this shows that productivity is higher when people work from home. Every it's, fucking one, but this guy feels like he's got the moral high ground, and he's figured it all out, and he's got enough drones that follow his bullshit to go run right on. Yes, sir. Fuck you. Get out of my has, face. I don't
0: think he has very high popularity ratings, Brit. He's not, not among he's the not people a, he's that not you a know to run
1: See, for president. This is where you don't understand. This is, again. There's there, Joe Rogan. America think still is they're hanging on, and there's millions of incels out there that think this guy's shit don't stink. They love this guy. He's got the answer. He's a free oh. speech motherfucker. And he, even though the facts are he's taken Twitter's value down, you know, the value of the of Tesla has gone way down, and there's Chinese China's eating his lunch every day. No, no, no. This guy's got it going on. His last missile launch ended up blowing up like the Challenger. No, no, no. This guy's got the magic touch. God is speaking through him. Let me, Fuck this guy.
0: Let me uh uh Uh, put what he's saying, pitting people who uh, are able to uh, work on the very same computer they might be working on in the office if they were sitting there. And believe me, I fully understand the advantages, in many cases, of having people have face-to-face contact, even if they are working on a computer, and, 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 and group cohesion and get up. I understand all of that. I get that. Um, but th- this sounds like the modern version of just trying to pit blue collar versus white collar. 100%. People, people who work with their hands 100%. versus people who go to college and get fancy degrees and Work on Wall Street, work in business, become doctors and lawyers. And the only time they ever get dirty is when they go to Home Depot on the weekend yeah. and buy some gardening tools and do their garden. And under the Elon Musk portrayal here of work from home versus you better get in the goddamn office or you're a moral failure. I don't, that's stupid. Then people, people who, do white collar jobs are morally inferior to pe- and 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 I would say that that was always a, a, a bad argument, it was a bad discussion. I have last week, <laughs> last week, um, I had to call a plumber, yeah, absolutely had to call a plumber because that's just one of those things where. You don't try to do these things yourself. No. This you need professionals. You don't want to play this game. It's not worth saving any money, not at all. And uh, a guy came out, and and he was the of course the reason he was great was because he uh, recognized me. Aren't you Brad Kranz from the radio? <laughs> and of course we we talked for twenty minutes about Rock ninety two. So of course I love the guy. <laughs> of course, but but he was he was he was great, and he he did exactly what he needed to do and um there he is underneath my sink and there's my dog just laying right down next to him as his assistant and he fixes what needed to be fixed under the sink had a a leak under there and everything had to be kind of reconfigured this just happens if you're in a if you're anywhere long enough the the goddamn plumbing under your sink always fucks up it just happens to
1: everybody and he only charge you three thousand dollars an hour which i thought was a pretty good price.
0: wait and Wait, and then he went into the bathroom, and I had a I had a goddamn leaking toilet. You know, where the thing every hour goes. You know, it, it refill. And God damn it! I, I couldn't figure out how to fix it. He fixed it, of course. And uh, I I thought the three thousand dollars for an hour and a half of work was just fine. But it's reasonable. He has it's reasonable. No, no, this guy has skills. Yes, that I dream of having. Yes, and. He knew exactly would you ever, what to do. I do not for one second think that there is some moral superiority or inferiority correct. to people through that. And I think correct. that that transfers over to people who are able to work at home, maybe not all the time, but some of the time. And uh, right. you know where I'm going with this. I have a daughter. I have a yeah. daughter. She, right. She works for... I don't know. Most people haven't heard of this company. I'm going to go real esoteric with this. It's Microsoft, LinkedIn. She works for LinkedIn owned by Microsoft. You've heard of them. Oh yeah. I think Uh, they're pretty popular. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when the pandemic hit, they of course closed the office and uh, people were doing their, their jobs off of their computers at home. And for the most part, they've let people do as much as they uh, want to or can from home, but they, they, you know, they come in a, a day or two, a week, and it's just fine. There's no moral judgment involved with this. There just there just isn't. There, there how, just how do isn't. you? So I think what, Elon Musk is is out of his mind. How, what
1: kind of what kind of moral sickness would you have to have to have those billions of dollars in your bank account, and you feel like you need to shit on people? who are making maybe 18 bucks an hour at home, working from home, many of those people? I mean, how, where do you get off? And this oh. also goes back to the libertarian Republican mindset that if there's poverty or you don't have the things that you want in life, or you're not making the money you need to to satisfy or to uh, buy the things you need to your family, you're not working hard enough. And if you're working at home, you're not working hard enough. This needs well, to be 1955 where you pack a lunch pail and you go to the factory and you punch a time clock. And that's just unbelievable bullshit from this guy. And you who build has- a car. You're building cars, Brit. That's the only job that matters. What the
0: fuck? You know? I mean, I don't. Wait, wait. You know. You know what you said? Uh, what eighteen dollars? I think some of the the original work from home people, at least, you know, leading up to the 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 true computer revolution that we live in now, they're the uh, phone answers. You know, when mm-hmm. you see a commercial on TV. Uh, call now one eight hundred and we'll send you uh, a second one for free. Most of those people that answer those phones, they're not in some kind of call center anymore. the The days of the call center went away because everybody can do that job from home on their computer. At least most of them. can. Is there something wrong with those people?
1: I don't know. Yeah, oh. what sort of moral judgments do you feel like you're qualified to make, asshole? Yeah, he's a dick. I, mean, I don't. I, I don't. There, there's always and there's always a thing here about this. <clears throat> There's always some motherfucker who has billions of dollars in his bank account. Again, born to wealthy ass parents, made himself even wealthier, but he's made some really stupid business decisions the past couple of years and exposed himself as a moron. There's always some motherfucker that will tell you, geez, you're just not working hard enough or you're not doing it right. You need to get out of your house and go to an office like a human being or go to a factory or go out to a a baseball field and fucking mow it. You're not doing it right. Jesus, I, th- I think even, even a guy like Bezos or any of some of these other rich people, Warren Buffett would never do that. Warren Buffett would never be like, God, you know, all these poor people in America, they're just not doing it right. They're fucking up big time. They need to work harder and work smarter. How stupid are you? I mean, it's just, it's pathetic. Well, and
0: <clears throat> this comes as, and it, it looks like the next, Model or 2 coming out of Tesla is going to be a much lower priced way more affordable electric right. car and there's no reason to believe it's not going to be a huge hit but who's going to buy those cars the very people that you're you're insulting but that won't matter they'll buy the cars they'll I'm still saying,
1: go out with their bank accounts well, open yeah, they'll put the down payment yeah, down now of course of course there, there's and, always uh, some motherfucker like that guy who are willing to shit on working class people having no idea what they go through. Zero, none, zip, full stop. He has no idea what blue collar people and working class people have to go through. Trying to figure out, am I going to have enough money? I got to switch this around to make a car payment. The mortgage is coming up. They're going to reset the mortgage. I got to see if I can have enough. He doesn't have any idea. He has no clue, but he's going to tell me about my life? Oh, get out of here.